corollary actually to the basketball shoes things is yeah. if you sell basketball jerseys that are like 4X but not 4XL tall, <laughs> it's not a basketball jersey. No? No. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Film Thugs Movie Show. He is Clarkson. I am Jim, and we continue our odyssey through the world of the Criterion Collection as owned by Jim. Get your shit ready, because ours is. Oh, God, that song's awesome. But no, for those who do not follow me personally on Facebook, the statement that I made yesterday was, if you make basketball shoes and you don't make them in a size 14 or larger, then they are not basketball shoes. They are shoes for fans of basketball. Yes. Um, I always go through that when I look for shoes because I'll go like into the uh, the Adidas store. Like, yeah. Nothing in 14. Go, yeah. No. Yeah, Reebok had some. Nike had some too, but nothing that really popped it for me. No. Uh, they do have the LeBron shoe, which uh, comes with instructions for the Heimlich Maneuver. That's nice. a that's a yeah. choking reference. <laughs> I can't Barbaric. dunk. I'm 6'8". I can't dunk. I really have no room to call <laughs> LeBron James anything. Um, Other than Sir. Yes. Sir. King James. King James. He has been in all six of the last NBA Finals, and he's won two. Because the NBA wants to get him there, <laughs> but once oh. he's there, <laughs> there you know, that's when... The whole team aspect of the game comes into play. I'm trying to pull this out because I watched some shit this week. God damn it. I hate when I... He's a lies. Yeah, everything I'm about to tell you here is a lie. So, I watched John Wick, Ex Machina, Bridge of Spies, uh, the most of the death of Superman lives, and the Entourage movie. The Entourage movie... Okay, I defend myself here. For a while, that show was really cool. It was really interesting, at least. Right. You know? But then it just becomes kind of dull because it's a bunch of sort of fratty douchebags that yeah. don't grow or change. There's no dynamicism in the characters at all. They're just kind of there. And they're doing cool shit. And you're supposed to look at them and be sort like, of. Vince is so cool. Sort of, yeah. <laughs> sort of. We're going to drive over here. We're going to go to this party. Yeah. Meet with Ari. Yeah. Oh, and go back home. Yes. Oh, and a party in the hills. Well, no, and then it's like, oh, Vince is... Got no, he's chance. Aquaman. Yeah, Vince has a chance to make this movie, but he's going to find a way to fuck it up. No. Wah, wah, wah. Um, Death of Superman Lives is really interesting. That movie would have been catastrophic if they'd made it. Kevin Smith, though, what he what he loves is he's, the, the first script he was given was called Superman Reborn, which yeah. is like, first thing, get rid of it. Get rid of that title because it might as well be called Superman Reborn for a new generation of moviegoers. Yes. Uh, over there, I actually have two copies. I think it's over there. Two copies of uh, Smith's script that oh we're going to do a reading of at some point. Lovely. We should just do all of them. Mm-hmm. All of them. But it was a one stop shop <laughs> yeah, for unmade Superman films. For super, the Superman movies. Mm-hmm. It, it just, it's one of those where the more you look at it, it was like, wow, they were. They were dumping all, like, it's going to start with, they were following, you know, what happens after the death of Superman and how do we get him back to life and blah, 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 blah. Bananas. And Nick Cage had this whole thing where he's like, I'm not going to do, I'm gonna, I'm, we're not going to do it the old way. It's going to be a new type of Superman. Okay. Sure. That whole um, trying on the costume with Tim oh, Burton. God, it's, it's fucking, just it's, fucking. Yeah. It really what? is banana pants. 
this show it just kind of lays bare if you need if someone out there needed it to be laid more bare yeah uh of hollywood going oh sure uh, that made money uh-huh have that same uh yeah uh, aesthetic and creative power behind this project which is completely yeah. different yeah because that guy made us money last time right well what i do like is that one of the things that um that that smith said about his script he's like it is fucking a it is fan fiction like straight up he called and the scene that he wrote that i was most like holy shit that would have been baller is during this the big funeral all mm-hmm. that like it's like in Times Square, basically, with all these people gathered mourning and all these things on the video screen. And all of a sudden, the video screens go like out, and then boom, the bat symbol. Boom, Batman comes in, people of Gotham. You know, pe- you know people mm, of Gotham. Yeah, cool. And basically, like, oh my God, that's badass. That, yeah, I would have been all over that. That would have been great. Him delivering the, um, like, an if, you seek his, if you seek his monument, look around. Yeah. It's from Batman versus Superman. Spoilers. Uh-huh. Yes. Basically, yes, that. <laughs> that was Pretty fucking awesome. cool. Yeah, but if uh, Batman would have delivered that to Metropolis, oh, yeah. who was it that screen? delivered it in uh, in the movie? Was it uh, just... I didn't. It was just on oh. the memorial. Oh yeah, yeah. It was, just, it was very yeah. silent. It was very yeah. comic book panelly, right? With all right. the you know the people peoples of Earth. Yeah, how are you? Yeah, uh, <laughs> with huh. candles and what have mm-hmm. you, and the, the monument. I mean, the the words are ra- written like someone had just randomly written it. Right, you know? right. So let's see. Uh, Ex Mahina was good. It's good. It's Very good. good. It was weird but decent. You know, good. I it's got I a lot of scenes it. in there, like the dance scene. Yeah, which just makes it. Oh, I see. Yeah. you want to be remembered. Yes, okay. yes. Um, it's Bri- good. It's a good. Movie. Bridge of Spies was solid. Mm. It was pretty solid. Uh, the guy who won the Oscar had he not been had Mark Rylance not been up against Stallone playing Rambo, I would have been all in favor of him winning because it is the type of acting that I fucking love. Right, like. You you don't seem worried. Would it help? <laughs> Fuck! Oh, my, oh yes, that's that is beautiful. Well, lucky um, for you, Mark. Yeah, Hollywood told Sly and his piles of money he's made for him mm-hmm. get fucked. Yeah, because Rambo. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Uh, John Wick. God damn, I love John Wick. Mm-hmm. Another good one. God damn, I love that. Get past the puppy. <laughs> get past the puppy because fuck you want to kill people okay uh, mm-hmm. puppies not just not a dog a puppy a, a, and a beagle puppy which are undeniably barbaric. the cutest barbaric. of puppies barbaric barbaric sorry Simon. barbaric the fun thing barbaric. I would like to make is the uh, old queen barbaric it's a cute boy yeah. but in the Fucking most mind blowing bit of half a sandwichery I've ever come across. Hunter over at Midnight Movie Cowboys posted this thing the other day from a guy from the Telegraph, mm. Michael Hogan from England. Hello. Can we stop pretending the original Ghostbusters is a masterpiece? Ah, here we go. I love this. <laughs> yes. I love this because let's all count. Mm-hmm. You here? J.K. Simmons, yes, myself, uh-huh. people at home or in the car, wherever you uh, consume yes. this media. Yes, let's all count the times that anyone has ever said Ghostbusters is a masterpiece. Did you get zero? Yeah, same here. That's what I got. So here we go. I want this right here. I almost want to read this whole piece because <laughs> fucking cunt. It's oh, you don't know yet. 
Power up your proton pack. Try not to cross the streams and wipe that marshmallow off your face. It is marshmallow, isn't it? It is marshmallow, isn't it? Wednesday, June 8th is Ghostbusters Day, celebrating the blockbuster comedy about three parapsychologists starting a New York spook hunting business, which was released on this day in 1984. However, any freaky festivities are likely to be overshadowed by the ongoing fury at Paul Feig's all-female reboot out next month. Since the Bridesmaids director's film announced a year ago, it's been the subject of an orchestrated online hate campaign, trashed by troll reviewers who haven't seen it, and subject of a 12-month man-baby tantrum on social media. First off, it's not like it's... It will haunt you every night. Oh, sorry. (laughs) The, The trailer started playing. I thought you were hitting something. It's not like a huge amount of people. This is what I fucking hate. And I said this when I talked about social media on one of my Whiskey Wisdoms. Mm -hmm. It's not that a bunch of people are doing it. It's that we have one place to go to see where the few hundred people who are doing it are doing it. Right. It's not this massive thing. Most people are looking at it like you and me, I think, going, wow, that trailer looks fucking stupid. I just don't. The trailer didn't do anything for me. Yeah, it does nothing. I don't even have that kind of reaction. Mm Mm-hmm. I have the worst reaction you could possibly have. Mm-hmm. Oh. I think I'll have eggs this morning. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Here we go. Much of the ire came from disgruntled men's rights activists. Translation, one-handed typists. Oh. Which Paul... I know, that's a masturbation joke. Yeah. Onanists. Nice. Um, which Paul Feig rightly dismissed as vile misogynistic shit. He also pointed out that people who whined that their childhood was about to be ruined by Hollywood comedy should probably get out more. Well, well first off, yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not going to ruin anything. You still have the original movie. Are they going to destroy? Are they going to come to your house, take your copy of Blockbuster uh, of of uh of Ghostbusters and destroy it? <laughs> right. Is that going to happen? No. Are they going to wipe my memory? Yeah. No. So no. shut up. Yet still the outcry rumbled rambled rumbled on. Trailers got picked apart. The teaser is currently the most disliked on YouTube. Swivel-eyed, spittle-flecked blogs were written. Guess who is... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read the beginning of this next sentence. Tell me if you can guess what name comes after the comma. Never one to let truth get in the way of hate speech, comma. Salon.com? Nope. Person's name. Oh, I don't know. Donald Trump joined the pylon. Oh. And if you can't trust the filmic judgment of a pensioner whose favorites include 1988 Jean-Claude Van Damme vehicle Bloodsport, who can you trust? Whoa. 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 Wait a minute. Whoa. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Whoa, wait, everybody whoa, whoa, whoa. just shut the fuck up. Uh-huh. One of Donald Trump's favorite movies is Bloodsport? Yeah. <laughs> I need a minute. Yeah. Really? Yep. That's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. It really is. Bloodsport. <laughs> fucking. Like, yeah, awesome. one of my favorite movies is Bloodsport. Fuck you. Yeah, I love Bloodsport. I'll watch that right now. Yeah, that the Frank whole thing Duke's is full del- of shit. I don't yeah, care. The Frank Duke's delusion. Yeah, <laughs> I'm on. It's it. bananas. Yeah. But the movie's great. Yeah, and the soundtrack kicks fucking ass. Yeah, I was watching a bunch of uh, Kumate. Kumate. In my Kumate. head right now, he's just got that playing in his plane. Oh hell yeah! Like that's playing when uh-huh. they psych out before he goes to uh, whatever the rallies. When he walks, are. D- yeah. When he walks down the street, someone got the. Why the fuck is that not his campaign song? Yeah, Kumate. Can you fucking imagine? <laughs> Jesus Christ, where is that? Find it. I got, find it. That's amazing. <laughs> Everyone chanting USA and yeah. Kumate. USA. Kumate. Yo, I gotta, I'm tweeting Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Come on, dude. Yeah, get on the stick. Yeah, I'm not kidding. If you see that <laughs> yeah. somewhere, it's yeah, going to be from, from us, us to yeah. Donald Trump saying you need to play this. Absolutely. 
Um, oh, now here's where we... First off, of course you have to involve, invoke Trump in it because that that proves something. No, uh, yeah, I, I don't know what it, it proves. It proves but, uh, something. When Dan Aykroyd, writer slash star of the original, saw the remake recently and gave it a glowing endorsement, even he was with, pelted with rotten cyber tomatoes. He was called a royalties whore. Go ahead. <laughs> While one wacko reposted, they've raped your baby and you're thanking them. Whoa. Brave keyboard warriors even viciously tro- trolled a Boston children's hospital via the cast... The, the uh, One Boston children's hospital that the cast visited in costume to pose for cute pictures with patients. That's fucked up. Here's the thing. What is Dan Aykroyd going to say? Yeah. If he says anything other than it's wonderful, it's going to be, oh, he's the worst. He's a misogynist. He blah, 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 blah. Uh-um. Yeah, they said the same thing with uh, Bill Murray. Yeah. Who saw it and said, I don't know what he said. It was positive. Yeah. What's Bill Murray going to say? Yeah. These nerdy knuckle draggers need a sanity check, and not just because bullying a kid's hospital is behavior of an irredeemable numpty. If they took off their rose-tinted retrospects, they'd realize the original Ghostbusters isn't some sort of sacred cinematic text. As many reviewers agreed back in 1984, it's not even very good. Variety called it a lavishly produced, but only intermittently impressive all-star comedy lampoon of supernatural horror films. While the New York Times concludes its jokes, characters, and storyline are as wispy as the ghosts themselves and a good deal less substantial. Ghostbusters is a three stars out of five film. Fun but flawed. It takes ages to get going. Special effects take over from wit during the final act and swamp the story. The story's full of stay puffed marshmallow man sized holes and leaves loose ends dangling. Okay. You are not allowed to say that unless you can fucking back it up. Where, what are the plot holes in it? Yeah. What are the threads left dangling? Yeah, what are uh, the plot are holes they? and the threads? You said that. It's like, I love the video of the, have you seen the bit of the, the dude who gets, the Trump supporter who gets the spit in the face? What this this woman spits in his face while they're having a debate somewhere? <laughs> And it's somebody who's like, oh, he just says all this all this racist stuff. And again, not a Trump supporter. Not like, okay, well, name something. He said, oh, here, let me just pull, do, 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 pull out my list. If you're saying, and here's the thing, I am not saying whether or not Trump is racist or any, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, if you are going to say, all this person does is say all of these things, yeah, it's not any reasonable to say, okay, he says a bunch of stuff. Name one of them yeah. things. Name one of them stuffs that he says. <laughs> Name them. Name them. What are the problems? Oh, and now here it is. Oh. Are you fucking kidding me? This should be amazing. Hell yeah. Am I right, folks? Believe me. This is... They did blood They did blood sport on uh, how did this get made. This is now their chant at the beginning of live shows. <laughs> Jesus. Come on, Donald. Yes. So, landslide. <laughs> I'm fucking landslide. Yep. Oh my god. Oh, that's good. That's gonna be my ringtone. Kumite. 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 <laughs> All right. All right.
Go ahead. Here is where shit gets real oh, that's awesome. with the nonsense this person's views. Sure, it has its moments, mostly Bill Murray related, but it's an overrated, immature special effects fest. A shallow, high concept star vehicle for Saturday Night Live alumni in which not all the jokes land. Fans rave about its endlessly quotable one liners, but have you ever heard anyone actually quoting it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Myself, my yes. entire life. Lots of times, all over the place. It's directed by Ivan Reitman, who made such all-time classics as Twins and Kindergarten Cop. Mm, like, like those films, Gusbusters has a superb central premise, but it's nearly as funny. But it's not. But it isn't nearly as funny as it should have been, thanks to slack editing, uneven tone, and missed comic beats. Most of the cast seem to be phoning it in. Murray's performance is hailed as hilariously deadpan, but lapses into lazy self-parody. The chemistry between him, Aykroyd, and Harold Ramis never convinces. And the film's co- as the film's co-writers, it's like Aykroyd and Ramis have volunteered to stand around, hopefully, expl- hopefully explaining the plot. Sigourney Weaver is wasted as the demonically possessed cellist. Two years later, we- uh, Weaver would be Oscar nominated for Aliens. Uh, okay. that, that, boom. Then the female-driven <laughs> remake could be solely seen as making amends for the blocky oversight of giving her bugger all to do, except look great get hit on by the men, and be a one-dimensional damsel in distress. Ernie Hudson is the fourth Ghostbuster. Winston Zeddemore is similarly underwritten. They are way better... More, there are way better Murray films. Stop. Caddyshack and Groundhog Day for a start. There are better Ackroyd films. The Blues Brothers. There are even better Rick Moranis films. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Uh, honey, I Shrunk... Okay, okay, Parenthood. Slimer's not been in anything superior, admittedly, unless you count him... Uh, lending his coloration to Hulk, Shrek, Yoda, and Flubber. How do some... Ah, stop. How come Ghostbusters fan... How come Ghostbusters has acquired this revered reputation over the last 32 years? Nostalgia, pure and simple. Fanboys who are the pubescent target market at the time are now angry middle-aged men fiercely overprotected with things they liked in their formative years. Like those who worship at the altar of Ghostbusters are probably the same people who think Top Gun hasn't dated horribly and the Back to the Future films are the pinnacle of cultural endeavor rather than an episode of Goodnight Sweetheart with a slightly bigger budget. It's time to get some perspective. The regular Ghostbusters is a culty but patchy comedy with an exorable 1989 sequel. It's not as if Feig has remade Citizen Kane with Kim Kardashian in the title role. Ghostbusters isn't even the best film with Buster in the title. The Damn Busters is. Sorry to disappoint Buster starring Phil Collins. This talk of it being a classic... Doesn't that film have a racial slur in it? It might. This talk of it being a classic whose legacy the remake is destroying... Oh, being a classic whose legacy the remake is destroying mm. is more comically over the top than the film itself. These men aren't afraid of no ghosts, but they are afraid of change. Okay, this review is th- this piece is so stupid because as somebody who was alive at the time, Ghostbusters was off the bat a fucking phenomenon. Oh yeah. When I saw it in the theater in Panama, at a movie at, at one of the, the the army base, Fort Clayton in Panama. It was oversold to the point that there were people standing up the side aisles. Right. Because the hype of it, the everything of it was so big when it came out. Now, this is one of those cases where instead of saying, look, Ghostbusters is not an untouchable anything, it's this bullshit that we deal with with anything in online. Instead of just saying, look, Ghostbusters is a good movie. A lot of that, though, is because you loved it when you were a kid and that's held on. 
uh, it's not infallible. It has to be, look, it's not great, but you have to be in it. It's my dad used to do this all the fucking time. Right. When we'd go, we'd want to go out to eat somewhere and he would have this. I don't care where we go. All right, cool. Well, let's go to the, the Chinese restaurant. <sighs> okay. What? Well, it's just, it's all greasy and nasty. Instead of saying, I don't feel like having Chinese food. And it got to a point where I'd look at him and I'd go, okay, so we are never going back to that place. Well, no, 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 no. You described it as greasy and nasty. And nasty. So we are never going to go back there, right? Well, no, it's it just, you don't feel like having Chinese food, right? Right. Okay. Okay. I This one right here, again, the problem with this is we're given this, we can't criticize it thing. I, I am not criticizing the movie itself. All I'm saying is the preview looks fucking dumb. And we're given a false premise yeah. just from this piece. Yes. There is one moment from the preview that I think is hilarious. And that is when the dragon is on the black lady's shoulders. Mm-hmm. The giant dragon goes, she goes, you know what? I'm tired. I'm going to go to bed. No, th- th- no, no, no. I'm just going to walk because it's that is a perfect moment that I have not seen in a movie before. Right, yeah. Just the no, no, yeah, I'm, no. I'm done. I'm leaving. I'm, I'm leaving. I'm tired. Right. Uh-uh. I'm, I'm done here. Sure. But ever it's and hey, I I love the original Ghostbusters. Yeah, love it to death. It was Absolutely, my favorite yeah. movie as a kid. I watched it a billion yeah, trillion it was times. Everyone watched that yeah. and Blazing Saddles. I, about 300 times, mm-hmm. probably in a row, for yeah. all I know. I yeah. didn't have a lot going on when I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Love it to death. Yeah. But um, I hope the new one it, uh, it makes a trillion dollars, never leaves the theater, everyone mm. becomes immortal who's associated with it, whatever. I don't yeah. care. I'm yeah. just telling you that the original trailer didn't do anything for me. Right. That's all. Uh-huh. Not, mm-hmm. No one's raping my childhood. Yeah. I've never bought into that shit anyway. Oh, that's the... St- if, 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 yeah. And the new Indiana Jones had raped my childhood. It just wasted my fucking time. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that's Perfect way of putting it. That's all it did. My motherfucking time. time. Wherever the fuck that drop yeah. is. Now that I had to bring it up, of uh-huh. course. God damn it. I don't even know where it is. Here. And that. And he's in the background. Somewhere. Yeah, shit. <laughs> well, and that's the problem is, yes, the. Why does everything have to be 100% either or? <laughs> there we when are. When did we fucking hit that point that it's like, oh, well, guess what? That's not perfect. Well, no. We are in the age of black and white. It, yeah. Black and white cookies? No, mm-hmm. just black just and black white. Just black and white. Mm, I don't know. Um, it's, it's fucking galling. Yeah. Because I can't, like, and I've said this from the minute that it was announced, can't it just be a fucking movie? Why does it have to be a statement that women are as funny as men? Why does it have to be anything more than a movie? Because when the first one came out, do you know what the statement was? This is a funny movie. Right. That's the only statement of the original. Right. And we were able to let it just be that. But you're going after something that is that huge and important and beloved. And I'm sorry. Yes, there are people who quote it all the time. Do you know how hard it is if I ever hand somebody food to not go, uh, you've earned it. You've earned it. How yeah. hard it is not to do that. Sure. Shit, yes. All the the number of times, dogs and cats living, living together, together, mass, mass hysteria. hysteria. There are lines from it that pop up all over the place. I use it all well. I'm, it's, it's part of my shorthand. Yeah. And that's the thing is, it, it's not that it's 
a masterpiece, which no one's claimed it to Nobody's be. Nobody's claimed it's it. I've never heard yeah. that. It's that it is a foundational movie. Yeah, it's a big deal to people who grew up with it. Yeah, I refer to it as it is a foundational yeah, it's movie. one of it's, those things that built the foundation yeah, of my comedy. Mel Brooks. Th- things I like. Yeah. Here, if you make a movie that's kind of like these things. Yeah. You want to talk like about it. something that I could, you know, look at and go, boy, this movie is not as good as I thought it was. That's Monty Python and the Holy Grail. You go back and rewatch that, it's like, this thing is a fucking mess. It's a mess, but it's still funny. It's funny as hell. And it's one that I look back at and I go, there was somebody that I knew back in the day who said, they made that movie. It was like, hey, I know, let's have the Monty Python guys, and they're looking for the Holy Grail. And that's the planning that went into it. And looking at mm-hmm. it, it's like, that was the planning that went Pretty into much. it. Yeah, like what's some yeah. roughly connected shit we can throw but together? Those things are the things that will get me into a theater or to watch yeah. a show or whatever. Uh-huh. Like, admittedly, it, getting me to watch anything is like pulling teeth. Yeah. I finally watch Portlandia and go, oh, this okay. is why everyone I've ever met yeah. has okay. said, you would do love you show, watch yeah. Portlandia? Yes. Oh, because well, there's plenty of just out and out bizarre. Mm hmm. It's only funny to us, too. Maybe there'll be someone else out there mm-hmm. that thinks it's funny. I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I, I do. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing with Ghostbusters. I will argue even that it is not a comedy. It is a funny horror movie. Sort of, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is it very... It's, it has, it's set up like a horror movie, but with comedy beats. Yeah. Well, it's sort of yeah. like how um, Hot Fuzz mm-hmm. is a hammer horror film. Oh, yeah. With comedy in it, and right. then an action scene at the end. I mean, that's right. how... That's what's going on. That's how that shit works. Instead and of a giant monster, it, like Dan Aykroyd sitting yeah. around going, well, what would be funny yeah. rather than scary? Uh-huh. Oh, a giant, a giant fucking marshmallow, marshmallow man. man. Great. Let's do it, uh-huh. That's the thought process that went into that. Yeah, and, and no one had ever done something like that before. No, no. So it was a huge... Uh-huh. Huge success of mashing up all these different yeah. things. It's yes. great. Well, and I love how it's even the insulting on Mur. Oh, it's just, de- it's so obvious he's phony. And- they hate this. They hate this. <laughs> That's right, boys. Like little, it's Dr. Vickman. Yeah, little moments like that. So solid. And I'm looking at it. It is a movie. It was. It's a movie that I loved when I was a kid. This one, I, love I hope it's great. Sure. I hope Why it's great. Why would I want it to suck? Yeah. Why does it? Nobody, Why would anyone want it to suck? And part of it, the fact that this is one of those where, um, unless you hate women, argumentation in the current age. Take a point you don't like, straw man it, <laughs> and a, yeah. and you're done. Well, All of it is we're going to go directly to these one-handed typists. When the straw man's come from the highest seat in the free world down, yeah. It's yes. kind of hard to avoid them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But this that's all that review was. Yep. It was straw manning and, well, these men's rights activists who are literally the worst. Oh, sure. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Yes, they are the worst. Period. Sure. Full fucking yeah, stop. I need time for it. And I don't need... Yeah. To be, I don't need to uh, establish my masculinity with thirty other dudes on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. I don't need it. Uh-huh. I don't need a back to the kitchen movement. No, I don't need a fucking Gamergate bullshit. Yeah, like well, women in in technology. Maybe if more women were involved in technology, you'll get more women in technology. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't want to tell know. you. Yeah. Well, let's put more money into it. Okay, sure. Well, go, uh, 
Sure. Uh, How's that going to affect anything? Gamergate. But then there's shit where it goes to these odd levels. Like, I was watching a thing on Cracked where they were reacting to the Rogue One trailer. Yeah. And the ocean of political correctness has hit a point. They're like, oh, great. Another white British woman and a man of color. Hmm. Because they, well, like, even with that, it has to be, oh, great. And I, or, it wouldn't have mattered. That cast could have been. <laughs> Lily White, yeah. and they would have complained. Oh yeah, that, been that, anything else? Yeah, that cat could have been a cast. Could have been a fucking Benetton ad. <laughs> which, by the right. way, it's a fucking Benetton ad. Right. And people will lose their shit over it because I'm sorry, the Rogue One cast. Yeah, yeah. There's not, uh, by my recollection, an American in the main. Right. Gr- oh, Forrest Whitaker. Never mind. Oh yeah. There is not a white American male <laughs> as one of the heroic group. Right. And that movie. Aren't you lucky? Yes. People get into this fucking nonsense about it. And it's many. Oh, and by the way, on Rogue One, they're doing reshoots. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's over. It's over. You know what other movie uh, does reshoots, Clarkson? Hold on. Has, let me look up Can my list of every movie that's all of them. <laughs> right. All of them. <clears throat> Eyes Wide Shut had to recast characters. Harvey Keitel was originally in that movie. Yeah, yeah. And he wasn't available for reshoot, so got to recast him. Movies reshoot all the time. And by the way, now, Star Wars, they can't chance it. No, no, no. They can't. This is the first non-canonical Star Wars movie that doesn't have Ewoks in it. Right. Uh, They have to... Well, it is canon. I mean, it's the... Oh, this is the only non... Legacy. This is the only right. no Skywalker. Right. Skywalker free. Yeah, Skywalker free. And anyone's like, well, what about. Um, I don't know. About no, no. Well, the, the most recent one did have Leia in it, and oh. Leia is a Skywalker. So. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. The first Skywalker free one. The, oh, wait. Actually, no. Vader's in it. Never mind. Oh, never mind. For the first non episode that doesn't have you, they have to nail it. Yeah. It can't be kind of. This has to this be. This is a sophomore record. Yeah. For the wholly Disney owned Star Wars yes. universe. Yes. They so. they have to nail it because they're about to shit the bed with the Han Solo and Boba Fett movies because you don't love Han Solo uh, if it ain't Harrison Ford and Boba Fett's incompetent. Yes, he is. Boba Fett is a cool costume and a lot of bullshit sprung up around him. I don't even know why the Han Solo movie is happening. Neither, because it's... I don't know. Well, it's, you know. It's like the studio saying, hey, you, don't you love Han Solo? And yeah. I'm going... You talk, Me? You talking to me? Who? Or the, who, me? Who, me? Or this door back here, yeah. because Han Solo's all right. Yeah. Who, can, me? Can he choke someone from across the room with his mind? <laughs> yeah. No? Well, yeah. then... Eh. Yeah. But it's, <laughs> it's just me. That's when I first heard that Rogue One was going to be, oh, the first Jedi and Sith free Star Wars. I felt like I could not be more out. Yeah. Oh, no, except for the fact that Vader's the bad <laughs> guy. Like, oh, and it's like, oh, oh okay. Yeah. Hey, all right, all right well, I'm back. And here's here's the thing, though, for me at least. Oh, and by the way, you got to love that part where Kylo Ren grabbed the guy by his throat and dragged him across the room towards right. him. I was like, oh. Look. I didn't. I wasn't yeah. a big fan of Force Awakens. I love it anytime a yeah. Sith person drags anybody shit, yeah. across anywhere with their mind, Fuck. or stops lasers in midair, yeah. or does anything cool like yeah. that. Yeah. So I'm simple like that. Here's what it is. So did you see Jillian Anderson? Sith person. Jillian Anderson mm. posted a picture 
of her like doctored onto a James Bond poster. And the internet was like, yeah, yeah. And of course you have people, I like Chris Hardwick, but he is a little too like, oh yeah, that's great. Perfect. We should do that. Why not? Well, like he is just, he is agreeable to everything. And instead of stepping back and I will in a moment enlighten, and this will be part of a whiskey wisdom as to why that's a stupid idea. Um, Someone said, oh, Han Solo standalone. And all the nerds were like, yeah, oh my God. And then Disney was like, done, greenlit. <laughs> yeah. And then realized, oh, yeah, there's going to be problems. With that. Now, here's my reason why doing a female James Bond is, is problematic for me, much like my reason that I have a slight problem with female Ghostbusters. Uh, there's also apparently talks of Sandra Bullock being in a female uh, Ocean's Eleven reboot. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Here's the thing. I've got as much interest of all female Ocean's Eleven as I did for uh, any version of Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. Personally. Mm. I love the, the the remake. It was fantastic. Gotcha. But here's the thing. Instead of coming out with something that is immediately going to draw unfavorable comparison to the original, uh, you come up with a female James Bond, she is going to have to climb over that. You come out with yeah. a female Ocean's Eleven, it has to climb over that. As we're seeing with Ghostbusters, it has to climb... Uh, are there no female writers who could come up with something original and cool? Why That's can we not about. do that? And here's the thing. with it's the about J- poking you in the chest. Yeah, exactly. And with James Bond, if only there was a character, I don't know, I'm just going to make up a name off the top of my head, with a cool name like Modesty Blaze, <laughs> that has a long history of being a badass spy in books that mm. there could be an amazing screen adaptation of. Right. Can't do that. No, no. And by the way, this is going to be its own whiskey wisdom coming up this week. Check that shit out over on the Life Masters Facebook page. Yeah, do that. Oh, while I'm saying this, rate and review us on iTunes. And yeah, check please. Us out. Come on. All Come that, on. All that Come shit. On. Come on. Help us out. I do a few. Hey, you. you. What are you doing? So, we are Dylan. continuing. We're continuing our Criterion delve. Is there anything else that needs discussing before we I, jump into? I, the I could literally do an hour and a half on um, why isn't, uh, James Bond a girl? Why isn't Doctor Who a woman? Why isn't uh, uh, Thor? Why is Thor a girl? Why is Spider Man Latina? I, I could do a, uh, a, an hour and a half. Right. I'm not going to. I think the distillation comes back to if it's a good movie, who fucking cares? I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. But I, I also look at it from the producer's side of it, uh-huh. and I I know someone who does care. Yeah. Those people putting up all the money. Yeah. Because yeah. you can make a, a lot of thunder online. Big splash in the news. Mm-hmm. Let's say Jillian Anderson is the new Jane Bond. Yeah. Why'd you got to be Jane? Why can't she be James? Whatever. Yeah. Let's say she is James Bond. Why is she American? Uh, there it is. Yeah. No go. matter what, there's going to be, but go. It, sure. You'll make a big splash. You yeah. know you won't make a big splash? Huh. The fucking box office. Yeah. Deal with it. Mm-hmm. It will not make as much money. No. As me. It won't. It won't. Mm-mm. Is that a good thing? I don't. I'm not making a value no, I don't judgment. Think it's a va- I think it's I'm beca- making a fucking point of fact. Well, I think part of the reason that will happen is because there is an original that is casting a shadow over it, yeah. and people are looking at it. And the thing is, unless, those are action movies for dudes. Yeah, and really are. Isn't unless you make it really, 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 really good, it is always going to be a statement and not a movie. It could be the best. Yeah. James Bond movie ever, and it's, and still, it's still not going to make as much money as because it's fucking feel, Quantum of Solace because it's going to feel like a fucking statement and a lecture. That's right. How about instead, like it's Modesty Blaze? I'd watch a fucking Modesty Blaze movie. 
Sure. I'd watch the shit out of it if they made a good one. Absolutely. They've tried making them. They just haven't been good. Studio, dump your fucking money into a Modesty Blaze movie. No. Can't have that. No. Why on earth would we do that? Oh, really? So I get back to the kitchen. That's right. what it. Right. That's it, what the response yes. turns into. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. That's exactly. Yes. Go make me a sandwich. That's yes, all you want to yes. hear from me, right? No, you of make course, me a sandwich. Yeah. Take that patriarchy. It's got claws. Uh, wow. You need to turn oh. the volume up on your phone, man. Do I? Yeah, you turned it down for Kumite. Oh, I did. Dummy. Oh, idiot. You what? <laughs> there, there it is. Consider a song like Hey, which you mentioned, which touts the what virtues of a machine that automatically smacks a wife or girlfriend into line. Who's controlling this, Roosh? How do you get Some a machine topical. like that? Topical shit. So, we watched uh, Orson Welles' Mr. Arcaden, a.k.a. Mm. Confidential Report. Right off the let's talk plot wise on it. This is one of those that the story idea is so fucking cool. It is. Mr. Arcaden is this billionaire who is not a lot known about. He's just sort of this this ethereal figure. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, he's kind of there, right? What's the story there? And uh he hires this guy because as he says, I don't know what my secrets are. I do I in 1927, I showed up in a, in uh, Switzerland mm-hmm. with 200,000 francs in my pocket and no idea who I was. I built my fortune off of that money and I need to know who I was before then. Right. And this guy looks into it and uh, first off, that alone, that is such a fucking cool great idea. idea. It's kind of like the beginning of American Gods where the guy gets out of prison a day early. A car's there to pick him up that shouldn't be there. He gets on a plane earlier than he should. Right. Sits down and the guy says, I've been waiting for you. That is such That's a great. fucking cool opening. It's such a cool idea. And this guy begins digging into this mysterious past. Yeah. You know, starting at ground zero. Like the suit label is all he had to go on. And then back to all these different things. And None of you have probably seen this, and if you have not, uh, we're going to spoil some shit here because yeah. that's really the only way to talk about this for it to make sense. All of the people that he finds start dying. Yeah, and all uh, it turns out, Arcaden knew exactly what his background was, but in order to keep his daughter from finding out who he was, he wanted to find all the evidence of the illicit past that he had and eliminate it because he was. Um... Uh, the he, impetus of this was government contract. Yeah, there, yeah, that's what he claimed. At least, yeah, yeah he, claimed. he was going to do a government contract and said they were going to find everything out about me mm. and such. And it turns out he was a member of a gang, like a criminal gang right. in Poland, and he just wanted that cleaned up. Right. Now, being that it's Orson Welles, you can tell that the way the story's told is getting fucked with a lot. Yes, he loves doing that, but from the word go. The most striking thing, the Orson Welles camera work. This is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. It really is. It genuinely is gorgeous. The shots right away were fucking... Initially, yeah, right off oh the bat. Oh, my God. Whoa. And oh, same wow. to you. I remember pointing out to you, like, yeah, um, this is this is staged. <laughs> there is theater background in this. this oh, is, yeah. There is, yes, it's a film, but... The visual, the broken lines, the broken yeah. leading lines throughout it, the offsetting of things. You Orson, I don't know if Orson Welles' theatrical background was ever as clear to those who knew what they were looking for yeah. as it is in this one. It, it's gorgeously shot. Other stuff he's done is less obvious. Yeah. Uh, yeah. With this sort of, you mm-hmm. know, first yeah. two shots in, you're like, oh, okay. 
Oh, yes. You have directed plays. Yes, you have. <laughs> Look at that. Hmm. And it, it's a little bicycle in the back, <laughs> background, just yeah. so. Yes, yeah. we've got a blown-out building and just a door for right, him, for him you, to walk through, which is beautiful. Yeah, amazing. And not taking away from yeah. it, it's just beautiful. His John Ford, his love of John yeah. Ford and the use of doors as a framing device is is on point here. Um, across the board, this... I don't love it. I no. like it, and I'm interested in it. Just because when you start going through, I mean, his his shit's taking him all around the world. You know, Argentina to Mexico to Poland, uh, through you know just everywhere, literally traveling the globe. I can see him um, putting together this shoot, and uh-huh. um, the temptation for it to be just pretty linear. Yeah, yeah. He runs into that first guy. Uh, at the beginning of the movie, and then tells a story. You could fade out from that and mm-hmm. just tell a pretty straightforward linear story. Right. That's not what he does. No, no. Because no. you can see him literally, in my head anyway, just kind of moving things around. Yeah. Like, what if he did this and this well, and this and move out and <laughs> in and out? And it's just kind of and, and dicking about in a precise way. Well, what's perfect if you look at it, and this, the graphics that were used for mm. the title screen was a puzzle. Mm. This movie is assembling a puzzle. Mm-hmm. You do not... You, know, it, it, you do not assemble a puzzle like bottom border, next right. row, next row. Well, you, you don't. Yeah, you get a frame and then you, okay, well, these pieces go here. You put it together here. But it, this little bit gets clearer. This piece doesn't make sense until, oh, it goes in there. Now this makes more sense. Right. And as the different pieces of it come into focus, the picture as a whole becomes clear. And right about the time he realizes it when, oh, my God, that woman's dead. Yeah. Like, you fucking used him. Yeah. Oh, this is beautiful. You have done this so immaculately. And realizing that when you are dealing with somebody who's got that much money, mm-hmm. and this is somebody who was a billionaire at a time when I, I did inflation calculations. This is from the 50s. A billion dollars then is $9 billion today. Wow. So, I mean, this is a guy who, if he is, say he has $1 billion, that's not... Granted, a billion dollars today is still a billion fucking dollars. Sure. But it's $9 billion. So that means he could spend $8 billion, Clarkson, and still have a billion dollars left. Yes. Just so that we're clear on what a billion dollars means. It's stupefying. It 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 really is. is. stupefying. And uh, you see the control that Arcadian has on everything. He has these huge, lavish parties. And his rule, before you enter, you have to drink a strip, a triple straight vodka shot. Uh, well, I'm already in. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, in the back. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm let's playing cards it. with the guy at this yeah. point. Yeah. Let's do this. Come on. Yeah, I'll just have a triple vodka. But, oh. Well, and that... I see. Uh, may You have to have two... Oh. Yeah. And that you it's, have to have two... You, uh, may, you are not... Just allowed. get in. Yeah. You can't enter without doing this. Damn. It's um, the fact that it's set in Spain, where, as you said, God, go Maybe he'll Spain. make it through the cocaine. <laughs> oh, my God, he did it all. Oh, shit. Oh. Yeah. With me, I'd just be eating all the food. I'd be standing at a buffet like, this is good. You must eat this many ribs. God damn it. Oh, all the ribs are gone. <laughs> He's looking for more. Why is he doing that? Why is he trying to crack open the bones to get to the marrow? Oh, God, he's oh my gross. God. <laughs> oh, you're gross. Just gross. Stop it. <laughs> but uh, I like your point about it was going to Spain. Oh, shit. 
Well, you, I, so you mean it's just drinking and drinking and eating, eating and, and pork, and then around eleven o'clock you have dinner, like, geez, it's, <laughs> and then drink some more, yeah, drink some more, then uh, yeah, time, yeah, whatever, man. Amazing art. Uh huh. Sitting around like seriously, <laughs> I, we if Beautiful we ever women, get, get a, the fuck out of here, we ever get a, tra- a travel TV show, we just have to have a, 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 like a season that's just called the Tapas Tour. So where are you, Spain? Spain, yeah. We want to do the first season in Spain, so we're going to another place for tapas. <laughs> Uh, you'll find me with uh, multiple triple vodkas in front of Sagrada Familia going, how the fuck did this happen? (laughs) It's like, hey, we found a place where he's going to cut off ham on umborco for us for the rest of the night. Fine, fine with me. These are just a bunch of ham stations set up to basically tell the Muslim Moors, get fucked! (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm, mm, Spain. Well, dude, did you see the, uh, um, I'll have what Phil's having. Yeah. Did you see the one where we went to Spain? No. Oh God! There's a bit where they're showing him how to like how to do the proper shaving of the and, and Phil's like, yeah, I was messing it up. And then they show like the outtakes, like don't try. he's eating so much of it, like you are yes, yes, you got this yes. figured out, Philip. Well done. I like you. You're a good man, Philip. You're a good man. Uh, you get a soda fridge. Yeah. <laughs> good uh, for you. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's true. Hello there, this is Phil Rosenthal. You're listening yeah. to the Film Thug Show, and I can tell you that the Film Thugs will never have a fridge just for soda. We're the men. That's right. That's true. We he rule. was so nervous. Yeah, he was. He was. He's just like, what? What? We can't do this. But yeah, that that the, the beauty of it, and it has to be Spain. It has to have started in Spain because that's the only place where that kind of environment is. Yeah. 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 I could have done if there's one criticism I have it's um I could have done with more building up of yeah, um, yeah. Arcaden. Yeah, if there had been more cuz kind of Kaiser Soze it up a bit. Yeah, yeah. Slash uh Great Gatsby. Yeah, if they'd really cause this is the sort of thing where it feels like you needed to hit the ground hearing the whispers of this name. Right. And I mean, you get some of it, but you're right. It, it's, it's not very clear. It's a lightweight building. <clears throat> yeah. You need to get the feeling of this is, this is the fucking guy. Yeah. This is the guy behind the guy. This is Kaiser Soze. Yeah. Kind of Moriarty. Is, yeah. Of what's going on, yeah, I mean, albeit legitimate, I, I guess at this point. I remember reading Great Gatsby, and by the time Jay Gatsby showed up, oh my god, he was almost a letdown because yeah. you were like, well, of he course, was built up so. Mi-. And I think that was probably part of the point. You're yeah. supposed to feel like this guy is too big to be real. Then you meet him and like, oh, oh, so he's a guy. Yeah. Hmm. And Arcaden, I mean, the shit that they build up with him. Oh, all of his assistants everywhere you go, he knows what's happening. He's yeah. Got, Secretaries. And secretaries, yeah, everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Well, most of them are secretaries and vice presidents. That guy's in charge of girlfriend's apartment keys. Right. You know, what the fuck? Shit like that could have been spun so fantastically. Um, I think uh, out of all the stuff he's done, this, this one actually could be remade very well. Oh, yeah. And... Oh, yeah. I don't, given the right people, yeah, done, that's yeah. The, that's not the most cop out fucking sentence. Ever yeah, given the, right given the given the right people, yeah, this could be fantastic. This could be, <laughs> well, and again, the the challenge on that is who's the visual guy who's going to take on? Well, that's the thing. Fucking Wells. I mean that that's the thing. I don't know. Uh, well, I do know. Well, the thing is, no, visually this, it'll just be. This boring. can be remade because it's not a masterpiece. Oh well, that's true. anything that's not a masterpiece can be remade. By far, God. You're probably going to hate it because there will be a daughter in it, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, well, uh, she could probably do without that mannish haircut. 
That actually, Orson Welles' wife, they were estranged but never divorced. Mm. When Welles died, it took him, it took her and his girlfriend a <laughs> while to sort of settle the will. Mm. She died in a car accident on her way to sign the final papers. Mm-hmm. And then the girlfriend actually basically did the same settlement with his kids. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, cool. Very, well, but that's cool. Shit. Wow. Yeah, this is... Uh, I'm not saying it should be redone. Oh, no, not at all. Not at all. It could. This is one of those where there's a handful of movies that you look at, and the story concept is so incredibly cool Yeah, that it's like, fuck, what could we do with this? You know, what could this turn into? And with a slightly more likable hero? Question mark. Well, um, the problem with the hero is he was almost too blank slatey. I didn't feel like I knew anything about him. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, you kind of got a feel for him a little bit, but he never really. felt like a person. Yeah. I never felt there was. Uh, I'm sorry, Orson, wherever yeah. you are, there was zero chemistry between. Oh yeah, uh, he and the daughter. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, or the zero fucking unrealistically hot friend. Right. Well, there's actually more chemistry oh. between them. Well, yeah, but not but much. Not much. Not a whole lot. We're, but that, but then again, you're you know but. you run faster than the guy with one leg. Yeah. You know. Right. Um, this was again the promise. The promise of the premise is so great. But with all the with all those with that handful of handicaps, yeah, yeah, it's still very well done. Yeah, yeah. The story is still engaging, and because fucking Orson Welles, mm-hmm. anytime he's on screen, despite, despite the fucking Clash of the Titans, yeah, Zeus makeup the uh-huh. man has on, uh-huh. it's you know. He commands the screen. He is charismatic and a- really unbelievable. It's almost commanding. like no, no, don't don't worry about the hairline showing. No, 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 no it's fine. It's all right. I'm Orson Welles. Going to be quite all right. This It'll be won't fine. be a problem. But your mustache looks mm. so fat. No, yeah, no one will care because I'm Orson Welles. That was a middle school theater oh, oh, yeah. production. Our town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He was Tobias Funke in that. Yes. Straight up. Like, oh my goodness, you are 13. Yeah. Meets Mr. Sinister. <laughs> he did a great, again, great job, though. Phenomenal. Of course. I mean, it's, of he's course he so did. so engaging. It's Orson fucking Wells, man. Yeah. He pulls you in to such a deep level. Yeah. It, again, it's one of those things that you get a, a better person in your lead. Because everyone else did a great job. The the uh, the friend, the, the smoke show. Mm. has this the drunk scene in his stateroom on the boat. Yeah. Was first off, like I said, this is like a Jamiroquai video. Because looking at it, it was not the camera moving because Wells stayed centered in the camera. They captured that insane drunkenness where mm-hmm. now the background's moving. Yeah. Now no, no, the walls behind him, that bookshelf. That was very cool. Like wow. Very cool. Because we've both been there with that. Oh, I have sure had is. way too much to drink on no food. Oh uh, yeah. Here a whole, in this yes, house. Yeah. When we decided to drink all the scotch. Yeah. With Nail and I evening. Whew. Everything is moving. Oh my god. Everything <laughs> is moving. Everything is moving. I don't know what to say now. What? No. No, it's moving. Uh and his God damn, his eyes. Like, this is one where basically he was just like, I'm going to do a lot of eye acting in this film. <laughs> like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, the insane cast of characters in the background of his life was so fascinating. The flea circus guy, the crazy dude with that shop, the uh, yeah. 
Uh, Redgrave. Yeah, the old guy out of the, uh, the 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 goose liver guy, the woman in Mexico. And you look this is what I, I like about that kind of most interesting man alive sort of character where this guy who's lived this insane life, what are the fucking people that populate that background? Oh yeah, yeah. Who are you gonna find and you stumble through this guy's life? And it's glorious. It really is. I mean, of course he knows a guy who has a flea circus. Of course in my remake, Tom Waits is that guy. Yeah. Of course he knows a guy who owns a weirdest shit antique shop in somewhere in Poland. Of course in my, in my remake, that is Jeff Bridges. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and who plays the old lady in Mexico? Dame Judy Dench. Uh, well, <laughs> fine with me. Yeah. I did. He cast her just so he could talk about Lady Macbeth. Yeah. yeah. Didn't you? Yeah. Guilty as charged. Mm. But the background of all of that, just that crazy tapestry, and you know, realizing who these people were that they, you know, you know we had this dance school that we lied about. We just used that yeah. to train the, you know, we taught women to tango. Mm. But it was really just a cover for them learning how to become thieves. And, oh, shit. I know. I think a little more detail on that would have just I been know. just it, more tantalizing. Yeah, the the life that is so absolutely fascinating. Yeah, I don't know. I think that'd be cool. Oh, My yeah. hero would be Joel Edgerton. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, I could totally see that. Because you could buy him as a criminal, but you could also buy him as a nice enough fella. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Edgerton, I'd completely go with Edgerton on that, yeah. Tom yeah. Hardy, you'd buy too much as a criminal. Oh, yeah, Tom... <laughs> Yeah, Tom Hardy. Had and that's to... why Warrior's fantastic. Exactly. Because you have a one-two punch of, fuck, you're awesome. Yeah. But you're awesome, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I love that movie. Fuck, it's so, so good. Fucking so fucking good. Brian fucking Callen. Oh, my God. Yeah, because they couldn't afford Joe Rogan. <laughs> you can't afford well, Joe Rogan. Who do you get? You get Brian Callen. Brian Callen. Hey, he did all right. Oh, he's great. What the hell? Simmons makes noises all the time. He sure do. There's one thing I'd like the to, carpet like he owns the joint. There's one thing I would like to make. It's your acquaintance. <laughs> I fucking love that. Mm. But yeah, this movie is solid. Now here's where, um, again, I think, and when I say all this, I'm not criticizing the original movie necessarily. No, no, I'm no, just no, thinking no. the possibilities. Yeah, well, because here's the: it is a good movie. It's not a great movie, right? And it could have been a great movie yeah there are just a few things that kind of needed to be straightened out some because like it starts out with this whole thing about uh, an empty plane yeah that's fucking fascinating yeah fascinating shit but not enough really gone into with it right and you know, if you and build that up if you have that initial hook out in the beginning of the uh movie uh-huh and then build it up in such a way where either you care about a kid and you don't or or, or that mm-hmm. payoff the mm-hmm. emotional payoff at the end has a bigger payload. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I well, think that would have a really good effect. But then there's also the question in it because mm-hmm. we are, I believe, meant to believe he jumped out of the plane right. as, as a suicide, right? Right. Why not just crash the plane? Right. So exactly. Like, oh, okay. So if they'd done it right, then they could have added that the end question mark right uh, yeah. well you know what happened now oh, you know yeah. it, it would get out of her hands oh yeah the studio would have have us come in and reshoot one more scene where yeah. he's just like raising a glass yeah you know does a toast at the end yes uh-huh. all you hear is like 
to whatever the fuck because he toasts like thirty times. Yeah. In this movie. Oh yeah. He toasts to all everything. The time and then tells long he stories. To, and, yeah. to wealth. He toasted to life. To art. To J.K. Simmons. He toasted to toast. To toast. Oh, speaking of garlic J- toast, I'm going to go a step off page here. Have you seen what J.K. Simmons looks like now? Yeah, it looks like a dog. <laughs> oh yeah, I've seen him. Oh my god. <laughs> Frightening. What the fuck? <laughs> DC, even our cops are swole. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this, yeah, that, again, you're right. Nowadays, it would be turned into some cheese have some cute in it. It, wouldn't, it wouldn't have to have the stroke. Like, you could have Nolan do it where, look, I'm not answering the question in Inception, okay? Yeah. It's up to you. Uh-huh. Because it's not important. But, and that's his reason. He's like, it, it, is doesn't, yeah, it doesn't matter. What matters is that Cobb no longer cares. Right. That's what matters. And that's the thing with this. Does it matter if he's dead at the end or not? Or if he just disappears? Because from his life, for all that matters, is he uh, he is dead. He could be someone else. Yeah, exactly. We've established that he can create himself from nothing. Now that that, that one connection he had is, in his mind, lost. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which is, it's just not... Which also made... Built up enough. Again, yeah. The fact that at the end, the hero's like, Oh boy, if I don't talk to his daughter and tell her this shit first. Right, right. If I don't ruin his relationship with his daughter, basically, because he needs his daughter for some reason to think, no, I, I'm not a bad guy. Right. If I don't get there first, then I'm dead. And basically yeah. goes in and, like, I'm, and, and she's like, yeah, you saved your life. Congratulations. Pretty much. Congratulations. Well done. And then they drive off together. Again, their and relationship he, and, and, didn't build enough. It, and he's not, like as you say, he's so there. Yeah. And, yeah. and just one dimensional. He really is. He really, really sorry. is. Yeah. I'm sorry. I've only uh, known your work from uh, uh, the Prime Minister from Damien 3, The Final Conflict. Yeah. But uh, the performance we get out of him at the end is just sort of there. Huh. Well, I might as well have thrown it out of the plane with my own hands. Wooden. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Correct. Very. I, okay. So I watched I Spy last week. Okay. Not I, wait. Not I Spy. Was it not I Spy? The one with uh. Spy oh, the I. man from Uncle. Oh, I mean, okay. the guy Richie one. Yeah. Um, this guy almost feels like they were sort of going for the Napoleon Solo thing. The uh, the American guy from that, where it's right. you were caught trafficking in illegal goods. So we instead of sending you to jail, you have to be an agent for us. And instead of just being an agent, you end up being like the best super agent ever. Right. Uh, it's not great, but it's pretty fucking good. It's cool. a solidly entertaining movie. Army Hammer is hilarious because he is this badass Russian super soldier, basically. And their first their first interaction, he like seriously chases him down, grabs the back of the car, and tries to stop it, and gets dragged until he rips the bumper off. And when uh, Henry Cavill's talking about, it, like, you didn't see it. It was, he didn't refer to him as a man. This guy was so odd. They're like, it did this. It did that. It. It. Um, but that is felt like that's what they needed to go for was this guy who, yeah, I'm, I'm a, I, I've done some criminal things. I've got a few connections. He never came off. I didn't buy him as a guy who knew people who could get shit done. And that, you can, know, that's what six minutes of film oh, yeah. to establish. Well, that? first off, it is a character with more. It's an actor with more charisma. It's yeah. more Joel Edgerton, yeah. uh, and it's giving him something to do to establish him, because this is one where Wells went for the fatal, the biggest problem. He told us about this character, but never yes. showed us yeah. 
what made him so great. That may have been budget. Yeah, may um, have been. Uh, it may have been more of Orson, Orson wanting to, yeah, yeah, that story's fine, but how I'm going to do it, yeah. that's what matters. Yeah. You can kind of see that. Right. Like, yeah, the story's fine, uh-huh. and it's solid, and it's interesting, but look how I'm doing it. Right. And here's the thing is, like, this is one where there's not a lot of expensive shit that's in it, but the shit that is expensive, you oh. could tell, yeah. oh, my God, those parties cost oh my a God. lot of fucking money. Yeah. And they they captured what it's like to be at one of those big... And this guy didn't throw parties. He threw, like, fucking fiesta fucking in yeah. San Antonio yeah. where, you know, you are crowded... You are literally jam-packed in a crush of people going down the stairs. For days, mm-hmm. it seems. Yeah. And it really got the feeling that these were parties that went on for days. Days. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know, man. It just... This movie was not as interesting as it could have been with just a few stylistic changes. Right. Yeah, Orson Welles, your movie was not very good. I'm <laughs> It's very good. Yeah, it is. It is. It's it's well it's, done. Yes, it's not it's, my favorite. Right. Yeah, I mean, because all I can think of is, how could you fix this? How could we make more of it? Not yeah. even fix it. Like, everything is there. I just uh, want more. Right. I, that character's fine. I want yeah. more of him. This yeah. is, a story is interesting. This aspect of the story is interesting. I need more of it. The whole thing, it's like a movie that is at a seven that needs to be turned up to 10. That's the agony of it is not that it's bad. It's that yeah. you just want it. That it's so just, fucking... It's right there. It's it's one of those things that is so close to being an absolute care, tear the cover off of yeah, the Grand Slam absolutely. that doesn't land in the way that you want or need it to. Yeah. Ah. The so, way I need it to is, the, is perfect. So frustrating. So frustrating. So frustrating. So mad. Um... <laughs> Well, that hits at us about an hour. I think we're good yeah. discussing this. So, uh, basically, same as every mo. There's no reason to look for a song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. So there you go. Check yeah. this movie out. Rate and review us on iTunes. Yes. Rate and review the Life Masters on iTunes. Yes. Life, Ma- Life Masters is available at the lifemasters at podbean.com. This is www.thefilmthugs.com. This is thefilmthugs at gmail.com, 512-666-RANT, or the underscore film underscore thugs on Skype. I love I've been watching a lot of stuff about uh, online... Uh, adding to my uh, First Amendment tests, um, right? Uh, bullshit senseis. And oh, yes. one, oh, my favorite was this guy who told a story like, "Yeah, you know." So I came into this to this dojo, and the guy uh, wanted me to you know show him some stuff. And I, that's when I did a few of the things I learned. Next day, somebody comes to my house, knocks on the door, and he, it was a messenger. He sent me the keys to his dojo. <laughs> like <laughs> knowledge, knowledge. You know what I like? It's it's when you see those things in its old uh, issues of Black Belt magazine. Oh yeah, and it's all like mulleted white guys sure. with big old mustaches. Sure. Like yeah, but no, that's the, why Foot Fist Way is so fantastic. Uh huh. No, it's the No Touch guys are the <laughs> oh fucking that is gold best. Oh, 
It's it's, it's acting. Yes. <laughs> Joe Rogan talking about it is beautiful. They're, they're acting. They're acting. Everyone in their class is acting along with him. Yeah. It's, it, and anytime you see one of them, what I love is the, well, no, no, if you're not properly trained and I do no touch on you, it, it's too dangerous. Yeah. Like, sure. Okay. That old dude just getting punched in the face. Ugh. That was the best because for those who haven't seen it, it's this fake guy. I don't remember what the I thing remember. he does is, but like there it's been like pretending to throw invisible balls of energy at a guy who's getting hit and knocked you know, guys flying across the yeah. thing when he doesn't even touch them. He boasted like what a nine hundred and O record, and he opened a challenge up where he's like, "I will pay five thousand dollars to any mixed martial artist to come and fight me." This dude shows up, he can't fight a little bit, and then, oh, whap, one punch in the face, and the dude's like shocked. And then the guy who's fighting was like, "Oh shit, this is just a crazy old man." And he's just crazy. Okay, <laughs> he just whips the fuck out of him, and like, yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's all good times. Check it out. It's all over YouTube. Catch you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, next week is Dazed and Confused. Yeah. And then Paths of Glory, The Bicycle Thieves, and Hate. Cool. So that's going to be fun. Bye-bye.